Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I'm so excited about our guest this week. Please tell everyone who is with us. Well, he's a comedian and writer. You've seen him on Conan, and he's the co-host of the podcast You're Making It Worse. It's Brent Sullivan. Hey, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. You guys did our podcast recently. We were very humbled to have you, and so I'm oh, so honored no. to be here. Stop. We were, we were honored. I was not humbled to be there. I was honored to be there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. It's good to see you. It's good to see your faces. It's good to see you both. You know, nice to see anybody. I mean, and John, I'm not used to, I mean, I'm sure you get this a lot. I'm not used to the facial hair. Right. I have a, a very uh, quarantined beard, which I've also dyed. So it's a nice copper color. Oh, you, yeah. oh, you dyed it. Yeah. It was like very, uh, there was a lot of white in it. So I was like, well, let's just see yeah. since we're having fun with hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's come down a little When it, you first dyed it, it was very like heat miser. Yes, it was but very like mellowed a out. Okay. So, yeah. it, so what is the deal? Like, does just for men really work? Is it is it just that simple? You brush it in and, and it it's, works? No. Well, I see. What's tough for me is that because my hair color is so exotic, it's hard. Yeah. Like, there's no just for men. I've tried just for men. It it always looks very bad. So I had to go to yeah. this, I use real men hair dye, and that's Finally. Was, uh, yes. 
And that's what got, I mean, it still looks, it still looked and looks ridiculous, but you know. Wait, Real Men is the name of the company or you're saying Just company. For Men is for pansies or something? Okay. <laughs> I'm saying both those things. Real Men was the name <laughs> okay. of the company. Right. And Just For Men is for pansies. <laughs> well, it looks fantastic and I'm well, very thank proud you. of you. Um, <laughs> thank you. I'm very, uh, it's something I've worked really hard on growing my facial mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you literally have to do nothing. That's true. Right. It's, it's less than working hard. Yeah, there is a stage. I was trying to do it earlier in the quarantine where uh, there's that stage and I can never, my record is like six days of beard growth ever really? in my entire okay. life. And it just, it gets so itchy and, and for me, it just looks bad. And like, like you can't like trim it nicely. And mm-hmm. so it just looks unkempt and itchy. And that's when I, I, I can't like, everyone's like, oh, you got to give it another week. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to spend a week of my life miserable. <laughs> Fair. You never did like the 90s. Remember when the 90s, when the goatees were king? Goatees, their little soul patch. I do. Mm. You know, Mark, I was born in 2002. Oh, excuse uh, me. So <laughs> I, I think you should know that. So I, I, I've read about the 90s in history books, but I, sure. I'm not per- mm-hmm. personally the, familiar. The ancient texts. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> uh, Brent, are you, we're smack, we're smack dab in the middle of Halloween time. Are you yeah. like a fan of like Halloween or horror movies in general? I, I love, I love Halloween. It mm. is, uh, my birthday's in October. So uh, is mine. I love Happy birthday. birthday. Thank, okay. you. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you. What, wait, Got when your is gifts. your birthday, Mark? Mine is October 3rd. Oh, October 8th. Whoa. John Stover is October 4th. That was my best friend growing up. Uh, John Stover from Ann Arbor, Michigan. And (laughs) Mark Rennie is October 3rd. My mom's a support. Um, uh, I I absolutely love Halloween. It's just such like, it really is like just such a fun holiday. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's like, I feel like it's in my lifetime, it's kind of grown from being something that like was for kids Yes. And I remember like in middle school, you're like, well, I guess, I guess, it's you over. know, at the end of trick or treating, you're like, I guess my <laughs> life is over. I guess it's done. I don't get this anymore. And then, I don't know, it's just really come into its own the last like decade or so. And and it's starting uh, earlier and early. Like now I feel September 1st is the start of Halloween yes. season. Like yes. people now, we used to just put out our Halloween decorations like the day of Halloween. But now mm. if it's October 1st, you don't have your purple twinkly lights up. Yeah. What are you doing? What you're are you sleeping. doing? Yeah. What are you doing you animal and i also love i love horror movies because i always say that i either love documentaries or horror Mm. because i either want to think a lot or think not at all and i feel like horror is like the easiest one where normally you're just like let me just just get to the gore you know get get to get to the you know the the crazy well they die or won't they that's all yes yes who's gonna who of these eight is gonna survive i know it's it's going to be at least one, no more than three. You know, you should really check out a Morgan Spurlock documentary because you could watch those and check your brain out. You don't yeah. need to take in anything. <laughs> they go down, so they're like junk food. They really, they really are trash, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have a great time. <laughs> Did he do another one recently? Even, I mean, and I'm a liberal guy, but even Michael Moore, you're just like, what are you doing at this point? You know? <laughs> Who are you talking to? We get it. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, preaching we get to the it. choir. We get it. You're liberal. And like, and like Twitter's like more liberal than you now, so so right. like, like the shock value doesn't even work uh, so much. Right. So. I'll always remember, I might've mentioned this before, but I remember going in to see Fahrenheit 9-11 yeah. and I snuck in a Chipotle burrito in the pocket of my cargo oh, shorts. Good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell uh, you what else happened in that movie. I remember thinking, yeah, and that's about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that guy's that a jerk. That was about the documentary or about your yeah. burrito? 
but both. <laughs> well, Chipotle used to be better back then. That's true. Oh, I feel how, the quality has gone how downhill. How dare you? It's true. The <laughs> chips are the you? only thing that's maintained quality. Standards. Have you had their white queso? It's disgusting. It's no, 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 no. It's the new one. It's not. It's not the one from like a couple of years ago. It's like it was released like within the last like three or six months. Really? It All is right. their quarantine queso. Phenomenal. Quarantine it's queso. Phenomenal. Maybe really? like maybe it's been within the last year, but I know they. So they had queso a couple of years back, and it was like a, a monumental flop. Yes, that's I didn't I think it was had. that bad. By the way, I'm a little oh, more loyal so than you. Or you have but, low standards. <laughs> that's great, either one. Uh, but I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, but then they, they made it again. They, they released a new white queso, and it's absolutely incredible. Does it travel? It does. It does travel. Yes. Okay, good. It does. It does travel. Chipotle really is like my top five fast food. I mean, I can Just, have it once a week. But you know, so good. speaking of traveling, yeah. the <laughs> oh. main heroes in our movie today also travel to a spooky well done, locale. Well done. Uh, we're doing Five Cold Screams, our month of horror movies. This month, we're talking about The Shining. John, no. what's the deal with The Shining? Mark, let me tell you the deal with The Shining. It was pr produced and directed by Stanley Kubrick, co-written uh, with novelist Diane Johnson, film based on Stephen King's 1977 novel of the same name. It tells the story of Jack Torrance, an aspiring writer and recovering alcoholic, who accepts the position of the off-season caretaker of the isolated historic Overlook Hotel in the Colorado Rockies, along with his wife, Wendy, and their young son, Danny. Danny possesses The Shining, a psychic ability that enables him to see into the hotel's horrific past. The hotel cook, Dick Halloran, also has this ability and is able to communicate with Danny telepathically. And then after a winter storm leaves the torrents of snowbound, Jack's sanity deteriorates due to the influence of the supernatural forces that inhabit the hotel, placing his wife and son in danger. It stars Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, Scatman Crothers, and Danny Lloyd. It was released on May 23rd, 1980. Uh, reactions to the film at the time were mixed. Stephen King himself criticized the film due to the right. deviations from the novel. Uh, but the critical opinion has become more favorable and it is now considered a staple of pop culture. In 1928, the film was selected for preservation by the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress for, as being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Excuse me. And a sequel, Dr. Sleep, was released on November 8, 2019 in the United States. And that is the deal with The Shining. So Brent, we asked you to pick a horror movie. Why The Shining? Well, to be entirely fair, can I be totally honest? I, yeah, I, gave I would hope so. I, I gave three options. <laughs> this uh, is true. I, wanted, I didn't want to Peek fuck it up. behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I just, I, John was like, you can choose any movie. And I was like, I am going to fuck this up. So I gave, <laughs> I gave, I gave three options. And The Shining is, it's one of, it's, I'm not like, when it comes to movies, I'm not a brainiac. Like, I, I don't consider myself a dumb guy normally, but I'm not one of these people. I never see shit coming. I never pick up on imagery. You're never like, I knew in the first five minutes he was dead. Never, never. I have, I, and my whole family is like that. I'll, I'll watch these like documentaries, these great, you know, documentaries with these crazy twists at the end mm -hmm. that you never see coming. And my dad will always call it within like 10 minutes. He'll be like, oh, he, he killed the guy, right? And you're like, God damn it, how did you know? How do you see through time? Um, so anyway, I, I, but I've, so it's, it's obviously, it's full of metaphor and it's really a smart movie, but it's also, it's also really simple. You know, you can just watch it and enjoy it. I love, a couple of the things that I really love about it are, I love that it doesn't rely on um, 
dark scenes to be scary. Sure. Right. And I also love, and this is this is sort of like a cultural or I should say um, generational thing. I love Shelley Duvall because she, to me, looks like she's beautiful, but she also looks like a normal person. <laughs> yes. And right. I've always said that it, this movie to me is so uh, terrifying to watch because when I watch Shelley Duvall, I think of someone that like is my mom's friend as opposed to movies now where you're watching in almost every scenario, you're watching supermodels run from dinosaurs or whatever the fuck is happening in your movie. And you're like, I almost can't relate to people that good looking <laughs> running for, for their lives. And in a certain sense, I'm like, I don't really care if you fucking survive. Fuck you, you look better than me no matter what. And so, and so there's something uh, I find very kind of like grounded about the movie is that Jack Nicholson obviously is also not beautiful, looks more like a normal person. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so those are the things I've always loved about this movie. <clears throat> well, that's Fantastic. funny because uh, Stephen King, one of his, his criticism was the casting of both Jack Nicholson and um, Shelley Duvall. He said he wanted, um, he thought Shelley Duvall was too vulnerable and frail. He wanted um, Jessica Lange to play the part. Oh, that's he wanted it to be. He wanted the character to be more of like a, a faded cheerleader. Oh, that's interesting. I, I guess I, maybe this is Jessica Lange of like 2020, but I would also yeah. put Jessica Lange in the category of like, looks like a, you know, like a normal person and not like a supermodel. Jessica but I Lange know in 2020 does Lange. not look, look like, like a normal person. person. <laughs> I love Jessica Lange, don't get me wrong. But that is not, that right. is not my like mom's. like a human so much anymore, yeah. She is not my mom's friend. She, I, I also, I mean, I, I think that's obviously a fair critique. There are, you know, watching the movie now with the, the, the you know, the constructs of a 2020 politically active, woke <laughs> individual, you, you are you're like, this is very toxic masculine. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, what's your uh, history with The Shining? Uh, I mean, I don't remember when I first saw it, but I'd seen it a couple times. It's a movie that I think is great, but it's not a movie that I'm like a big Shining head. Like I don't like see it a lot. I don't go deep on the uh, conspiracy theories involved with it, but I, you know, I, I've seen it a couple times. I can't remember, I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen it, uh, but uh, I think it's great. Say, what are the conspiracy theories again? Oh, they're exhausting. They're they exhausting. Just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's movie a, if you want a documentary that's going to put you to sleep watch room 237 <laughs> I, I, yeah i have seen that and i don't it. remember any of it yes exactly <laughs> right right they think it's proof that uh there's like a bunch of different theory one of them is that this is dan uh, stanley kubrick confessing that he faked the moon landing is one of them he helps like oh, take Jesus. part in that which yeah. if he faked the moon landing don't you think that moon landing footage would have looked better I right now so. it looks like shit um, if yeah. he shot it, it would have been shot immaculately. Mm -hmm. And then another thing is like, it's all about like the Holocaust or something, you know what I mean? But it's, yeah. it's like anything yeah. to a hammer, everything's a nail. So it's just, you know, yeah. confirmation bias running all through that documentary. It's yeah. infuriating. I just wanted to know about the actual people, how they live their lives. I could care less about their theories. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, how do you like pay your bills? Like, <laughs> like that's what I wanted to do. Um, but I love The Shining. I also love. I'm a big like Stephen King fan. I have like most of his books still, mm -hmm. which is a very weird wow. thing to have. Um, but I think it's like an iconic classic. One of the probably one of the top ten greatest horror movies ever oh. made. It just really holds up. It's beautifully filmed. It's also, yeah. the photography is stunning. The set, the fact that these are sets like really blows my mind. These are not, uh, yeah. they did not shoot in an actual hotel. It's just like the control, you're in the hands of just like such a master when you watch this movie. I looked, I looked that up too. Uh, 
I literally like the way I watch a movie now is I watch it in like 20 minute, 20 minute segments where I'm Wikipedia. <laughs> like right. I, I'll take like 40 minute Wikipedia breaks and, and it's I like saw a longer that. Quibi. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. And I saw that, uh, no one knows what Quibi is, but I saw <laughs> that, um, I shouldn't have invested all that money. <laughs> that it was, it was sets and it blew me away right? to think that like you would, that it would, you would build that set as opposed to just finding some, you know, some Not old ass hotel somewhere that, that you could shoot in. But yeah, they had to make these these huge, beautiful sets. Have you seen? I've seen Dr. Sleep and I had a great time with it. I don't I know if either of that. you. You know, uh, what's her name? Rebecca Ferguson plays a character named Rose the Hat. She's a villain. Okay. Rose was the on, Hat? Her name is because she wears a weird hat. Like a, it's like Slash from Guns N' Roses kind of mm, hat. It feels very on the nose <laughs> to me. It's a little on the nose, but it's, there's a lot of fun like psychic bow, battles. And, it's, and it's, it's at the hotel again? Parts of it are, yeah. Okay. Also, at the end, there's a sequence in Ready Player One where Spielberg shoots inside the Shining Hotel, which is actually pretty fun and stupid, mm-hmm. but immaculately realized. Mm-hmm. Speaking of immaculately realizes, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movie ever. And we have a right. very complex and Byzantine scoring system that we're <laughs> going to use to determine how gay The Shining is. We're going to go through a bunch of categories. And at a certain point, you are going to add a category, which will then be added, added to, the, to wheel, the wheel, which you'll <laughs> see when we get to that part, what that all means. And you don't need to worry about it. But let me recap. This is our current top five horror movies. So we'll see. So uh, this is top five horror movie with a 51.85% on the gay scale, Sleepaway Camp. Num- uh, the fourth Sounds gayest right. <laughs> uh, horror movie with a 53.32%, Scream, with a 61.81%, Midsommar. Uh, second gayest horror movie with a 64.92%, The Lesbian uh, Werewolf Saga, Ginger Snaps. And our gayest horror movie with a 71.84% is Interview with the Vampire. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. So where do you thinking? think The Shining is going to end up there? I, I mean, I was actually going to say, are we allowed to kind of predict? I think it's going to be very low. Oh, and okay. E- even while you watching it, I was, I was starting well. to sweat a bit. I'm like, oh boy, I might have chosen poorly uh, because I feel like it kind of skews towards the hetero. The, the you know, yeah. it's about an alcohol. You wouldn't think something with an alcoholic dad would skew towards yeah. the hetero, but <laughs> <laughs> go figure. All right, so let's get our first category, the canon categories. We're each going to give a score of zero to 100, and then we take the average. So the first category that we're going to judge The Shining on is actual gay characters. So on a scale of zero to 100, how would you rate The Shining on actual gay characters? So, I mean, I guess because to my understanding, there are no actual (laughs) gay characters, I would guess zero, correct? Well, there's the bear suit guy. The, the guy oh, that's in the bear right. Suit. That's right. Yeah. Oh, what am I thinking? There's those there's, two. There's the bear suit and the guy. Although we obviously don't see anything, but like that, they never show guy you never see in Shaft. movies. You never see Shaft anyway. No hole. So yeah. So let's give let's give it what a ten. Then I'll give it a ten. A ten. A hundred. Sure. Yeah. There's also uh, this is maybe a stretch. Mm-hmm. Could there be a case for Tony, Danny's little imaginary friend? He's a bit of a gossip. He has sort of like a Harvey Firestein voice. Is a that little bit, little, yeah. A little bit, little. <laughs> In the book, he is the older version of Tony because uh, Anthony is Danny's middle name. Um, oh. Have you read the book or is that just I have IMDb? not read the book. It's just IMDb for you. Right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have time for the book, but I had time for IMDb <laughs> trivia section. Um, Do you want to give it a wait. 10? 
Well, let's, well, I guess I guess that's a fair point. All right, well, then let's give it a 15. <laughs> 15. Yeah, I'll give it a, a 15 as well. I think anytime someone's wearing a bear mask, like you just amp it up mm-hmm. a little bit. And there's got mm-hmm. those, those parties in the 20s. Who knows if what was his name? Lloyd, the bartender, he might have been. I was going to say the bartender was a little, you know, he kind of had that like, like kind of bul- bul- bulging eyes thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, like bartenders kind of have to flirt as a sort of as a way of living. <laughs> sure. Like that's sort of what they have to do. But, you know. The but old, he wasn't taking the, any tips, though, because they said that your money's, that's no, right, good your money's no good here. That's right, your money's no good here. He true. wasn't taking any money tips. Oh, so, I see. You're being uh, <laughs> The butler does spend a little while, uh, almost needlessly too long, wiping Jack Nicholson's suit. Uh, that's true. The bathroom the drinks, attendant. Uh, the, the, the bathroom attendant uh, mm-hmm. slash, you know, butler. You know, butler, drinks, sure. Old. <laughs> well, that was the cool. lavatory butler. But- yeah, he yeah. was the caretaker from 10 right, years earlier. Caretaker. Right, right. Did he kill his family? Because was his thing? Like, he was a closeted man, and that's closeted. why he killed his family. And he, he was doing it just to... so he could feel up Jack Nicholson ten years later. There's sure. a what they call a long con. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you want to stick with fifteen? Fifteen I'm, more? I, I, I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to stick with fifteen. I feel. Who are you being respectful towards? <laughs> the process. <laughs> oh, okay. <great>. I'll <laughs> bump mine up to twenty. Twenty. Um, I'm going to give it a ten. So it's given an average of 15. Wait, Mark, you were giving me shit. Wait, I thought I was like way off. I'm like, my scale is wrong. You gave it a 10? Yeah, I think that's 10. But you're allowed to. You don't have to match me. Who cares? That's true. That's true. Give an average of 15, which is three times Midsummer. So there you go. go. All right. Our next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch The Shining and come away with a whole book of ideas? Um... Well, I mean, there's a world in which you could be a drag queen, Shelley Duvall. No questions asked. I want to be in that world. Sure. She has she has that <laughs> large, sort of brown rug type <laughs> skirt. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That I've always, my whole life, found kind of compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's I also think the twins. Some the twins? drag queens have got to have oh, done those twins. Sure, girls. that's happened. Right, that has got girls. to have happened. They're also in my Googling, there's very popular to have uh, the Here's Johnny uh, sliced with uh, Miss Vangie saying goodbye on Drag Race. Mm. So the drag queens have been inspired to sort of interact with the movie. Well, yeah. you mean when you're The Shining, you're this iconic. If you, you know, exactly. Every, if you've ever seen The Shining, you know Here's Johnny. Right. Right. But like right. it's been a it's a popular little seven second clip. Wait, wait, what about <laughs> the young sexy woman who turns into like a bag of of decaying mm-hmm. flesh? Oh, that could be like a reveal. very risky, <laughs> yeah, sort of like sure. a, a drag a kind needles of thing. style yeah. uh, uh, drag performance. So that's that's worth a couple points at least. I feel you could do like from Ariana Grande to share or something like that. <laughs> Very disrespectful. Very but you could do it. <laughs> Incredibly disrespectful. <laughs> so let's see. I guess then I would give it. I would because that's not like chock full, but I would probably give it a twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It's like there's something there, but you're not going to be like a knight of yeah. the shining. Yeah, you don't. You don't come away with like a drag queen boner <laughs> right. after after yeah. that movie, right? I think yeah, there's probably like three or four. Like I think you could probably do like the frozen when he's like frozen at the end. You could probably do something with that. <laughs> sure. You know, you can adapt. You know, you could yeah. do uh, mm-hmm. the lady version of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll give twenty-five. That sounds good. Okay. Imagine twenty-five. All right, our next category, gay icons. How does the shining rate in gay icons? We got Shelley Duvall. 
Good I Shelley mean, Shelley Duvall is um, Fairy Tale Theater, right? Right. Fairy Tale Theater, Popeye, um, Nashville. But she's from Texas. Ayy. Ooh, that's gotta hurt. It's gotta hurt. <laughs> Although so is Beyonce, gotta hurt. right? That's <laughs> true. true. That's true. But like, but Shelley Duvall's from Texas from the '40s. You know, deep down, she voted for Bush. <laughs> uh, you know it. Um, I would also I say know. the film's composer Wendy Carlos. She's one of the first public fi- figures to come out as having gender reassignment surgery. Oh. Right, like way back in like the wow. even before the eighties, I think it was in the seventies. So I feel like wow. she's got to be a gay. Icon. I think she in the previous wow. movie she worked on with uh, Kubrick, she had not transitioned, and by this movie she had, and this was wow. eighty. This is eighty. That's that's, that's impressive. Well, I haven't. I found her Wikipedia page. How do I? How do I not know about this? You I need to take to another her, pause. <laughs> I did go to her website last night, and it hadn't been updated since two thousand and nine, except mm. for a note where I think she like. Uh, discounts like a biography that just came out about her saying, this is trash, don't okay. read it. So, gay Ike, that, I mean, that's yeah. kind of cemented. If you're like <laughs> right. slamming someone's biography of you. Mm-hmm. Of you, then you're, you've, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I, would, I guess I would skew towards feeling like there, there isn't a ton of gay iconry here. So I I'm, would say I though, I, mm-hmm. is there a more famous dick sucking scene? than the one in The Shining, like in a movie? So, all right, so um, I, I'm not trying to be there? argumentative here. I'm not trying to I'm be argumentative, Go ahead. but like, <laughs> or do we definitively know that was dick sucking. Well, yeah, his mouth was in the guy's lap. His the head guy, was in the but lap. the guy's pants, I think, were fully on. Like his pants weren't down around his ankles. It was the ankles. 20s. They had a lot of straps and like, <laughs> sure. and things. Did they the even have zippers in the 20s? I don't think they had zippers. <laughs> You're saying, that what do you think It was, was button happening? fly. <laughs> it was. <laughs> if it wasn't a cock sucking, what was happening? Well, that's that's kind of where I'm like, that's where I'm like, I don't, I'm an idiot and like someone, someone's smart. But I don't, I, know, I, I don't think it's one of the first things you think about when you think of The Shining. You don't think of like, oh, and the dick sucking. It's not the last thing I think about. <laughs> well, I don't think it's I the top 10 I've, things you think about. But I couldn't think of a more iconic uh, dick sucking scene. I, oh, I'm sure there are. I, I mean, well, think I, of one. I, yeah, I couldn't think of one. What's that one with uh, that rabbit movie that what's that gross guy did? Jojo Rabbit? That's, there is not no, a not Jojo Rabbit. Like Run Dark, Rabbit Donnie Run Darko? or something? No, not Donnie Darko. Run there's Rabbit been, Run? There's some horrible movie that some guy who we don't talk about anymore made where he- Brown Bunny with Vincent that's Gallo? The one. That's the one, Brown Bunny. <laughs> well, that was disgusting. <laughs> well, This one I you don't I, feel bad at. Well, yeah. I just make. I think you could say this is an iconic dick sucking scene. That's all I'm saying. Well, God love you, Mark. I, I just don't know I if don't I would use the word up. iconic. I just. Yeah. I feel like I've. I'm just saying, name it. I can't. I feel like I. You're I, making it, a definitive list of the top ten cinematic <laughs> dick sucking scenes. You would have to include The Shining. Um, I don't think you would. Well, then this is a bad you know, list. It's, it's an. It's an interesting. Are we talking exclusively <laughs> gay dick sucking or any dick sucking? Even Good any. Point. You can't name it. Wow. It, but, but it's not that common. Because you're not allowed to show them in movies. Mm-hmm. And this one did. And we don't give it points for that? <laughs> it didn't actually. It just saw someone coming up. The implication, though. Okay. You know what, Mark? Different. I'm giving it two extra points uh, than what I was getting. I was going to give it a 25. I'm going to give it a 27. 27. You, you made some artful points. Just, just uh, I lobby I'll, when it matters. I'll give it a 23. 23. <laughs> you took, you took two took points your two off. points. Yep. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna give it a thirty. Okay. Also, that mm-hmm. you know we got Shelley Duvall, Wendy Carlos, and the Dick Sucking scene. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Twenty six point sixty seven, and also the old lady in Room Two Thirty Seven. Pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. She's sticking up for herself. All right, our next category, <laughs> the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? Well, this is disaffected really. camera for a lot of it. So, so yeah. When, so you mean like like how often does the the like it, how the is the the film camera. itself presenting and like ooh this is hot this is like a sex you know when you could tell like oh, this yeah. is directed by a gay guy. Sure. You know, it's so interesting because like, I feel like heartthrobs, like I think Jack Nicholson was considered good looking back then. Well, we just did with your co-host Terms of Endearment a few weeks ago. And he's, that was years after this, four years after this. And he's like Mm. sexy in that movie. Yes. I just think of him as like the Joker. I can only see the Joker when I see him. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, you know what, Mark, we can agree to disagree on that. Uh, No, but like, even like Burt Reynolds, you're like, Burt Reynolds is so unsexy by like moderns, like (laughs) current standards. Right. So I feel like- You want to feel bad about yourself? Watch a CW show. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's just, it's only underwear models. Yeah. You got to have the perfect body now. Perfect body. It's crazy. Like, like, and that body didn't exist until Fight Club. And Brad Pitt was (laughs) super cut in Fight Club. And all of a sudden everyone's like, I, I have to look like that to either be famous or gay. And now 50,000 people a day I see on Instagram look like that. It's, it's insane. That's um, why going to like bear nights at like gay bars is like reassuring or like leather bars. Like, oh, like the rainbow includes all colors inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's reassuring. <laughs> the media may not represent it, but the community does. I can eat after five. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this is an interesting movie because it's, I feel like it's so void of sexuality. Um, True. In a lot of ways. And, yeah. so, and I would say in particular, if anything, I feel like it sort of, Jack is, very desexualized. There's almost no talk of just when he makes out life. with the lady. Oh, in the I guess that's true. That's true. I'm. What am I thinking? That's, that's yeah. There's a little bit of that, but his butt so, does look good in those jeans, though. Yeah, mm. but they're also kind of mom jeans. I noticed but that was the time. But it's like it's not not. They don't look bad. I, they're I not. Say, do, but they're not doing anything for him. They're not going like let's sure. take this up a notch. I thought the bartender had you know uh, from the right angles a decent appeal. Okay, sure. Okay. And, you love a uniform. Uh, I love love a uniform. An essential uh, worker. Love a subservient <laughs> employee. Um, but I would I, I still would act, skew towards saying it's not super sexual. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go pretty low for this and I'm gonna say ten. Ten. Yeah, I mean that's what I was gonna say too. It's just like I like I wanted I get it was like the it was 80, but I was like, I wanted Jack Nicholson to have a haircut. I wanted just like yeah. something a little bit more like yeah. slightly it's more. Yeah. Well, he's also terrifying in this movie, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that was part of what um, uh, Stephen King didn't like about it. Cause that like he, in his mind, Jack Torrance was a character who like was a good guy. And with Jack Nicholson, you're already like, this guy's crazy. He's crazy from the get go. Yeah. It's, it's such an interesting moment. Uh, sorry. Uh, no, uh, I was just going to say real quick, like I, watch having watched it again probably for the first time in like a decade you're like oh he's he's unlikable from the beginning and i think i hadn't yeah. noticed like from the car ride up you're like oh he's not a good dad he's like not he patient. hates his family he yeah. hates his family and yeah it does kind of emotionally disconnect you from him from the very beginning as opposed to like thinking he's a good guy from the start but i suppose that is like in a way a lot more realistic though you know what i mean like yeah, most, most good rest. people don't <laughs> flip i mean it's such a crazy job to like to like consider taking to be like you're gonna be i mean where i mean it's great it's very I much mean, a movie now, of though, this moment right but i mean yeah. to just imagine like you're going to live in this hotel with just your wife and your son for mm. what 
it said October through Eight May or something, or something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. Some insane length of time before there was the internet. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah. that's just what you're gonna do. And like for porn, yeah. right? Yeah. You're right, John. I guess I'll get good at this hedge maze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or never go in because I'll yeah. die if I do. If I get lost, <laughs> right. yeah, no one will find me. There is, uh, this does not count for this category, but there is one of my favorite shots in this movie is does involve the hedge maze where it's, they show Jack Nicholson goes to walk over to the hedge maze and he looks down upon it. Then they cut to like an aerial shot of the hedge maze as mm-hmm. if he is like some sort of supernatural figure who's able to oversee right. everything. Mm-hmm. I just right. think that's a, that's a great edit. I'm going to give it a 10 as well for the Milky okay. Way. given an average yeah. of 10. All right. All right, our next category, entrances with pizzazz. <laughs> Well, here's Johnny. That's pretty oh, that's true. That is that is that is like I guess number one. And one of the most entrance. iconic entrances of the of like cinematic history. <laughs> yeah. Shelly Duvall is sort of running in a very feminine way into rooms a lot. She runs um, like a marionette. Like her arms yeah. are just sort of like yeah. flapping around like she can't control them. She is so like, do you vulnerable. Think they, in this they coached her to, to run in a more vulnerable. She was she apparently literally... terrorized throughout the entire production of the mm-hmm. movie. Like, yeah. just, Kubrick was just like an asshole to her just because it's one of those times where they, well, you have to treat them like shit. Otherwise, yeah. they can't act. Right, right yeah. How will right. they ever get there? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're being pampered with like sushi and shit. Like, yeah, you gotta like, <laughs> you gotta scare them somehow. Um, let me try to think of like, what are the other... Well, there's the twins. The twin girls are kind That's of right. fun. They don't there's really the enter, though. We sort of come upon them. Well, that's a form of an entrance, a cinematic entrance, I would say. Uh-huh. I suppose the woman in the bathtub who just so slowly reveals. Like, oh, well, that's yes. very, very sensual. Very Gaga. The, the cook who who <laughs> sh- who who gets killed with an axe. Uh, it's quite an entrance. To, it's very memorable, sure. at the very least. Um, yeah, so there, I feel like there's a couple. I think based off of Jack's "Here's Johnny" alone, I'm going to give this like a forty. Forty-five. Forty-five. I think based off of that, and I think that's really the only one. I'll give it a. I'll give it a sixty-five. Hmm. Sixty-five. Yeah, I'm also going to give it sixty-five because there's a, not that crazy, but that one is. Yeah. One of, yeah. It's big. It's big. If they're doing an Oscar montage of entrances, you got it. It's coming in this. there. Yeah. All right. That's right. All right. Our next category: strident women. How strident are the women in this? I do like. I like the doctor. I like the doctor Jackson, fun, right? early yeah. on. And Jack, you know her name. <laughs> She's strident uh, in a fun way. I've always, I've always liked how whenever Shelley Duvall talks about the moment of abuse, uh, mm-hmm. of Jack Nicholson's abuse of the son, the, the doctor doesn't say anything. She just kind of stares. I've always thought that's like a very pregnant moment and uh, mm-hmm. very mature. Um, she's a doctor. She's a doctor. She's so she did scream I mean, and run out of the room. Kelly Duvall like <laughs> brings <laughs> Kelly Duvall brings it down quite a bit um, because she's she is so so like kind of uh, meek, terrorized terrorized. Yeah. Um, so I guess with the doc, I mean, we just have the twins, the twins sticking the up for strides. themselves. That's and the woman in room two, woman in the bathtub, yeah. The woman in the bathtub, who is who is trying to fuck with some heads, um, yeah. and what is yeah. the thinking like? Uh, the ghosts, like they know, like we want Jack Nicholson to do our bidding, so we're gonna get him to do that by showing him scary things. That'll get him on our side. I think it's more of like a like a messing with his head. Like here's what you want, but a twist. You know what I mean? Like just making him, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll guess. I guess I'll give it. 
A 30. 30. I'm going to give it, because I think you've got the twins, you've got the old women in the bathtub, you've got Shelley Duvall, who can kind of be a lot. Like, I think all the women in this movie are pretty strident one way or another. You know what I mean? It's, you know, even Ann Jackson, the doctor, is a little like, all right. Um, so I'll mm. give it a... Mm, she doesn't really say anything, the doctor. She's just kind of like, the fact that she doesn't, like, this is not big Nicole Kidman and Big Little Lies with her therapist. She that doesn't say, like, you need to get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> Do you have a plan? Do not stay in a hotel for eight months with this guy. <laughs> well, that seems was, like a terrible it idea. It was 1980. We didn't know <laughs> how to do that. Uh, I'll, give it a, I'll give it a 65 again. 65. Um, I'm going to give it a 30 as well. I don't think it's that. It takes a long time for Shelley Duvall to stick up for herself. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. And I then think she can't even get out the window, and you're like, come on. Just take yeah. off one you of those coats. You are that coats. skinny. You are that skinny, Shelley Duvall. Take off whenever you're playing your psychotic husband. Take one thing off before you leave the house. All right, our next category. I think you're going to do pretty well here. Macabre. How macabre is The Shining? I would say the all right. Um, wait. So what? Wait. 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 What exactly is macabre again? It's just so, oh, sort of like, like spooky, death obsessed, how right. like, creepy, dark, how, weird, dark. Right. You know. All right. Our right. family so, values does very well in this. <laughs> sure. Um, so I would then obviously this is going to be macabre. It's it's ghosts. It's ghosts Absolutely. who are dressed well. There's murder. Elevator. There's rich children guys, talking to themselves. Elephant full of blood. I would say this is like ninety. Ninety. What would make it be a hundred? Do you think? Um, is there I mean, I guess maybe a little is... bit more, maybe a little bit more gore or something. More, gore. more death. But I guess when you just think about just everything included, I mean, the elevator full of blood like doesn't scare you, but like I feel like that's like it's unsettling. It's yeah. It's like it's famous and <laughs> and like you know, as a kid, it gives you pause. You hear lore of a movie where they they open up an elevator and it's full of blood, and you're like somehow you're like, who's oh, it real blood? And, yes, and it's beautifully realized. You right. gotta see it. <laughs> Even though the doors don't, you, you ever notice they don't actually totally open? They right. just, the, the blood comes in mm -hmm. from the side. I've always been a little perturbed by that, but either way. Okay. I'm gonna say 90, because it's like. 90. Seems. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say a hundred. I think it like it, it give mm -hmm. it like you got murder, you got people going crazy, you got kids talking to themselves, you got the dead girls, you got weird sex in hotel rooms, you got mm -hmm. uh, ghosts uh, <laughs> tending to you in a men's room. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's uh, to me it's 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 about as macabre as it gets. I think even before you get supernatural, just the premise of it is dark and weird. Yes, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Like even if it didn't go to crazy town, it would still be like, oh, you're going crazy if you're gonna take that job. Right. Right. Like it's spooky from the, it's just unsettling. Like the music does so much of that too. Like it's just creepy mm -hmm. and unsettling from the get go. I'm also going to give it a hundred. Wow. I mean, it's The Shining. Give it an average of 96.67. So The Shining right. is not as macabre as The Silence of the Lambs. Mm. All right, our next category, dramatic lighting. How would you rate the dramatic lighting? In the lighting the Shining? is... I, well, that's I brought this up earlier. I love the lighting of this movie because it's it doesn't rely on like a ton of darkness, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's actually quite well lit. Uh, but in in how well lit it is, I feel like that is sort of the that's that's what makes it so terrifying because you're like you don't have to hide what's scary here because what's scary is right in front of you. You know, it's right. It's, right. it's the guy you're sleeping next to. So, in that sense. I guess so, but but it's 
So in its own way, it's actually lit very dramatically, even though it's not like For creepy sure. and nefarious. So I'm going to say 75. 75. Yeah, it's relatively straight. Like it mostly feels like hotel lighting where like everything is just well lit. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go 65. 65. Uh, I'm going to give this an 80. I think it's... Wow. Looks fantastic because I think a lot of times movies have white glows just because they're shooting them at HD and it's cheap. Mm -hmm. But this mm -hmm. one looks it's it's like uh, there's this oppressive whiteness, which is also how I describe most improv theaters. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's just that is like unsettling. Like there's no you're in like this unspace almost. Yeah. Yeah. And then also you got the bar in the gold room. Dick Halloran's place in Miami has this really fun blue blinds like kind of lighting. <laughs> right. um, they they make sure to emphasize he has uh, two nude pictures of women on his I wall. I love those photos. They <laughs> really <laughs> want you to see. For some reason, they want him to yeah. kind of seem Blinker like sort of them. a pervy old man, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think that was just art back then, right? Isn't that like yeah, you get I that at so. like uh, right. Bed Bath & Beyond or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Well, they oh, yeah. said they wanted to do it because they didn't want him to seem like, oh, he's a godly man. Like he wanted to seem like a normal guy. Like he wasn't like, he didn't have this power because he was like connected to some higher power or anything. It's such an interesting choice. If all you're trying to do is <laughs> not make him seem like he's godly and yet you put two nude women above his, uh, in front of and behind his bed. <laughs> right. Yeah, he should have just been like wiping are, are, his know, ass Artistically with done. It's not like right, pornographic, yeah. but like, um, <laughs> I guess I wouldn't expect to see that in my grandfather's house, but you know, whatever. Sure. But you know, that's his, that's his right. That's his thing. Yeah. <laughs> God love him. <clears throat> All right. Our next category, vibrato. So in addition to literal vibrato, like singing, we also mean anytime you, they give you an, they take a moment and they do extra with it. Like they sort of zhuzh it up and give it more and you like it. So it's like they take a moment and they go farther with it than it was necessary, but it's, but it's good. Oh, wait, with music or like with, with, with voice? With everything. anything. Everything. So like the, the long sustained uh, like violin music is yes. so mm -hmm. unnerving in this movie that, and it, 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 even though like my neighbor recently moved and I have no one on the other side. So I, I know <laughs> literally no one could hear it. And yet I kept turning it down because it was so loud. It was disturbing me. Um, so there's that, there's like the screaming, which Shelley Duvall does really well. There's the rah, rah, which, and then like when he starts to say it loudly sort of towards the end of the movie to wake his mom up, he's like, rah, 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 and you're like, mm. no, thanks. I don't need this in my life. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a hundred for that. A hundred. Yeah. Like yeah uh, I'll give it a I think this is a movie that really like has fun and goes extra with stuff but I'm gonna give it a an 80 80 well you got like Jack Nicholson's performance is pretty like amped up like cranked up true mm. um also seeing those ghosts at the end like okay now you're just showing me all your cards yeah, yeah right <laughs> all these skeletons now they're just like just get the fuck out just we get bought out. all these skeletons we need them get them out <laughs> yeah, yeah. get some cobwebs on them it's fine um <laughs> uh, so i'm also going to give it an 80 give it an average of 86.67 which is uh almost 25 points higher than mermaids wow <laughs> there you go right all right our next category footwork how would you rate the footwork in the shining as in there's like good, there's like a lot of running around all those beautiful um, steady cam shots all those great steady cam shots they have a, a walk-in freezer that's so you got to walk into that freezer there's the dancing in the gold room when the, mm -hmm. there's the party that's going right. on that's right. limp as it, like near the in the last very movie. good 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The hedge maze. There's oh, the hedge maze with the snow on the ground. And then uh, he has to like retrace his steps. He has to go backwards. Yeah. Um, this is a bit of a tough sell, but yeah, it makes it's fine. I'll. I'll, I'll I mean, this up. isn't Chicago. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So in that case, I'll probably give it what? Um, I'll give it a seventy. Seventy. Yeah, I'll give it a seventy-three. Seventy-three. Um, I'll go seventy as well. Give an average of seventy-one. Mm. All right, our next category: animal print. Oh, I feel what? like I, I don't know, but I feel like that's the kind of hotel that has a lot of bear fur around. It had a lot of like I... Native American art. That's right. There was that's a taxidermy right. buffalo head. Yeah, I'm sure mm. there must have been antlers. There has to have been antlers. Someone had a, a leather at coat some at some point. Yeah. Boy, we are stretching. <laughs> and here. there was that that bit that bear mask. That's right. There's the bear mask. That was. But it's still yeah, like not a, like the default. So I guess I would skew. Oh, also, the one thing I know is Scatman Crothers did have a white and black jacket that looked like it was zebra print, but it wasn't. Mm. But for a second, okay. I was like, oh, zebra print. <laughs> so ninety I thought, for animal print. <laughs> Ninety-eight for animal print. Yeah. I'll go 30, I guess. 30. 30. I'll go uh, 20. 20, and I'm going to complete the pattern and go 10. Okay. <laughs> Give an edge of 20. All right, Brett, on a scale of 0 to 100, how likely are you to recommend The Shining to a gay person? Like a gay person that that wants to like get off gay wise, like <laughs> like someone who, cinematically. who yeah. cinematically wants a gay movie. You're talking I, to a gay I mean, person, and somehow they're like, oh, I've never seen The Shining. How likely are you to be like, oh my God, you've got to go see The Shining? <sighs> this is tough because it's so good, but I also know a lot of gay people who would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, who would be I'm against The g- Shining? I just feel like if if someone was looking for like uh, like a movie to just kind of like be here, be queer, get used to it kind of thing, then I would I would Something skew against, rouser. <laughs> against The Shining. But I think in the scheme of things, I would go... 65. 65. Yeah, I'm going to go 50 because it's a good movie, but it's not like yeah, right. your your drag shows are going to get so much better once you get all the Shining references. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I do think, though, to me, like the Shining is like essential viewing for everyone. I feel like you got to see, the, if you haven't seen the Shining, what are you doing yeah. with your time? Um, <laughs> but is it like the gayest trip you're ever going to see? Absolutely not. That would be Barry Lyndon. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give it a 75, giving it an average of 63.33. Okay. All right, so that was the first group of categories, the canon category. Now we're on to the second group of categories, the wheel category. So these are a whole bunch of categories that pre- past guests have brought in, and we put them all on this wheel, and we're going to spin it four times. It's a little app on my phone. Um, and then those whatever categories come up, we're going to randomly uh, judge the movie on that. And then after, then you are going to add a category that will be added to the wheel. Okay, so our first category is... Teamwork. Teamwork. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the ghosts are kind of like the best team in the whole thing. Like they really come together at the end. Like it's all hands on deck. Come on, he's going after the king. This is it, people. He's trying to kill his family. The twins twins are together, together. even in death. Joined at the hip. Uh, The mother. I mean, first of all, mother and son dynamics are huge. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um. But Jack's all on his own. The cook is all on his own. 
uh, the bartender and the old uh, guy, the butler's on. So I'm going to go. We do see the hotel staff at the beginning all cleaning up together. That's right. Shutting down for the Mm -hmm. season. And then he's in the picture at the end. So he's joined the group. So Mm -hmm. I'll go 60. 60. I think this is uh, not a very big teamwork movie. I'm going to go 25. 25. Boy, is my face red right now. Uh, I'm going to give it 30. (laughs) I'm going to give it 30 for the ghosts. Give it an average of 38.33. Okay. Trying to see. Teamwork is from our Hoosiers episode. Okay. Mm -hmm. Felt. (laughs) How would you rate the felt? Well, Danny's toy has a lot of stuffed animals. Right. It's right. It's 70, so it feels everything does seem somewhat soft. They're wearing um, a lot of layers. And also like the flashback to the 20s, I'm sure a lot of those- I think there's some corduroy. And corduroy is felt-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Felty, sure. Felty. I, it is a bummer that felt seems to have kind of fallen off the radar. <laughs> well, it's around, as it, we it know, is an oddly felt is a process. Text <laughs> Merch available at Public that says that very thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, there's also Shelly Duvall has that like yellow coat, which has like, seemed to have like embroidered patches on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't quite make heads or tails of what was happening with that coat, but I wanted to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, but I'm going to go low. I'm going to go 10. 10. I'm going to go 30. 30. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to go 30. Mostly for those. Wait, stuff. so what movie? Wait, can, can you tell me what movie came in highest when it comes to felt? That would if be Puppets Take Manhattan. Where okay. You're going to kick yourself. Came. Yeah, when you find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right. giving an average of 23.33. <clears throat> okay, wearing another's clothes. Wearing another's clothes. Okay. Well, is there Tony in a way? Like the imaginary friend, like in the thing, like that's kind of like in a way because he's taking his power and kind yeah. of transferring it into another box where he can like deal with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, maybe he okay. plays dress up with Tony, maybe at a later a later stage in life. I don't know. I don't see a lot of people. Well, Grady in, this movie. in a way becomes like the he was not the butler before, and now he, or the waiter in the bar, and now he becomes that's true. the waiter. So that's one and then person. Jack becomes yeah. at the end a party goer in the twenties. That's true. So does he become that, or was he always that? I don't know. Hmm. So it's unclear. Uh, I would. I would go low though. I'm going to go five. Five. Brutal. Yeah, I'm going to go <laughs> ten. Ten. I'm going to go fifteen for Tony and compartmentalizing right. your psychic powers. <laughs> All righty. I believe wearing another person's clothes is from Titanic. That is correct. <laughs> okay, here we go. Weird line deliveries. Weird line <laughs> deliveries. Hmm. I mean, tone, the imaginary friend. All you know what? Letters. Very weird. I will say early in the movie, Jack's performance is distracting because he's yeah. so like, when he's eating eggs, he's like, I love it. He's, he's almost, he's doing like, he he knows what he's a what he's gonna become as an actor in ten or twenty years, and he's like already hamming it up. And mm-hmm. the way he's eating eggs and he's just chewing on the bacon, I love it. I'm gonna take a walk. It's like way over the top. So that's gonna push it up. I me. think all of his scenes with Lloyd are like very like his line readings are very extra and over the top there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way he orders at the bar, it's all it's. I don't know. There's something too like ugh, we get something it. Something weirdly it. theatrical about yeah, all of it. Yeah, yeah, 
I'm going to I'm going to say 70. 70. I'm going to go high. I'm going to say I'm going to say 87. Whoa. 87. All right. Um I think yeah, I I'm, I'm going to go 70 as well. Okay. We're gonna add a 75.67. All right. All right, Brett. Uh, the time has come for you to add a category that we could use to judge The Shining and every other movie to see how gay it is. Do we have a category that is mother son? Uh, we have themes mother, of mother. We have mother, themes of son mother. Dynamic. Okay. What about crying? <laughs> not specifically we, crying. Oh no. Because uh, as a gay man, I always feel like I feel very comfortable crying. Way more comfortable <laughs> than most of my straight friends, straight male friends. So sure, sure. now this might not be per particularly pertinent in this particular movie, although a little bit. But let's say crying. Let's say op open signs of emotion. <laughs> I think crying is maybe more like open signs of emotion. It's like, <laughs> I guess when I say emotion, I mean like yeah. op openly, openly weeping, sort of, sort of. Openly thing. weeping, I like that. Sure. Um, so, but this is Shelley Duvall cries a lot towards like the latter thirty minutes. She's losing it, and I also it think is. it's pretty iconic. Like that whole scene. Like I think even if you haven't seen The Shining, you are aware of that scene. Yes. You're aware of her like swinging that bat and like being insane, yeah. just like. Yeah sobbing for her life <laughs> right i think so, it's pretty iconic don't you just wish she had like oh get a better grip on that bat like the way you're swinging just, oh, oh, this, oh, oh put some heft I mean, would that would that be a better one it. like like a, a poor display <laughs> of, oh. of athletic prowess is that <laughs> a, a more appropriate one that's funny that might show again make make a movie gayer uh <laughs> but i think openly weeping does as well okay <laughs> like um openly weeping so let's do, so if we're doing openly weeping, it's not all throughout, but it's pretty robust. I'm gonna say 67. 67. I'm gonna say 80. I just think it's so iconic, that scene. And it goes on for a very long time. It does. Um, I'll go 78. Okay. Give it an average of 75 for openly weeping. Okay. All right, now we are into the bonus categories. <laughs> Yes, so these are categories that we're going to rate from uh, zero to 10. And so if, you, if it scores low, it doesn't get penalized or anything. It just, it's just a bonus. So it's okay. It's, it's easier okay. that way. Okay, so this is just kind of pad, <laughs> pad the score. like me Exactly. Trying to pad. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, zero to 10% bonus for makeover montage. Is there a makeover hmm. montage? Well, there's the old lady in 237. It's not a montage, but she does get a makeover. <laughs> That's true. She kind of, yeah, she does. She's yeah, at the she end of that sequence she is at the beginning. Um, <laughs> Shelley Duvall's has very bright lips, but there's not really a makeover. I'm going to say one. A one. Right? I mean, I, I unless I'm forgetting something. Doesn't it suck? Like, I would think you're in this hotel for eight months and they can't give you, like, the suite or something. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be in this oh. other wing. Because yeah. they don't want to heat the other side, which I get would be very expensive. <laughs> right. But like, yeah. give me the run of the place. <laughs> right. right, right. I had the same thought. I'm like, it must I'm cost sure they a just lot. assume you're going to. I suppose so. John, what do you uh, want to give it for makeup? Yeah, I'll give time? it a one as well. Um, I'm gonna give it a zero. There's nothing. I'm giving it a point yeah. six seven percent. All right, next category: cheerworthy cameos. Well, I was excited um, to see Ann Jackson as the doctor. She's only in that one scene. What else I mean, has what she is been she, in? What, yeah, Tell us. She, yeah, you're, you're a, a fan of Ann Jackson. <laughs> yeah, we have, no we have since learned. She is like a theater actress. Um, there we go. Okay. There we Should've go. Should have guessed. Should have guessed. 
She was like originated the role of Hopspa and Pippin or something. <laughs> nope. <laughs> what about okay. the? I feel like the cook was is like I know his face, right? Yeah, the man, cook Brothers. Is like Brothers. Yeah. yeah. He's that's not a cameo though. He's, he's not a cameo. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, what is he famous for though? Do you know? I mostly he's done know a bunch of this. Uh, oh, okay. But All he was right. also like yeah. one flew over the cuckoo's nest. He's done a bunch of yeah. stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the, but the, that's it's a, another interesting part of the movie. There aren't a ton of additional players. It's mostly right, it's just very... the, just sort of like the three plus one or two other people. We do hear Roadrunner at one point, and I went, "Oh, it's Roadrunner." <laughs> that's so that true. Was fun. Uh, did you did you ever of, go ahead? Did you ever have the moment? Uh, where you thought they might have fucked with the audio of Roadrunner to make it a little bit more ominous? Because there's one point where he goes, oh. meet, meet, a little slower. And you're like, no, I've never wow. heard him do it that slow. Mm, uh, wait, what was the shot? What was the, what'd you say? Uh, Continental Airlines. <laughs> I was like, I remember them. <laughs> sure, there's that. I like there their logo. Sure, sure, sure. There's they a Libby's huge, fruit cocktail. That, there's, that a huge is bush. There. <laughs> there's a huge maze of a bush outside. That's uh, true. The hotel. And there's a big bush in room 237. That's right. That's right. So let's go two. Let's go two. Uh, I'll go two as well. Wow, Ann Jackson doesn't rate that much. <laughs> um, I'm also going to give it a two. All right, next category, pool trouble. <laughs> Is there any pool trouble? Well, the blood out of the elevator? It's true. It's like a lot of blood. But could, That's going to be a pain. Is anyone swimming up. in that blood? I mean, it's not. Um, With I'm a bathtub. Go, real... Look, guys, my true. hands are tied. I got to go zero. I'm sorry. Zero. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll go zero as well. Zero. I'm going to give it a one for that elevator. <laughs> maybe, okay. maybe, maybe it deserves a one because somewhere in the hotel there's probably is a pool, and so we can get. Even though we if don't see it during we can the summer, summer. right, That's right, true. somewhere on the premises. Okay. So you want to bump it up to one? No, I'm going to go zero. Okay, okay. fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Just Glad you made that argument. <laughs> hey, Mark does that all the time. That's he right, always he throws crazy. Like he's like, but what about this and what about this? And he's like, I'm going to go lower than you. <laughs> Welcome to like our podcast. I just want to give you all the options. <laughs> yeah, right, it's very, it's perfectly fair. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, the next category might do pretty well here. Witches. How witchy is The Shining? Hmm. Well, you got Let's Danny see. and Holleran. Like anytime you have psychic mm -hmm. powers, there's definitely something witchy, there's witchy there. going on. That's right. The, the lady I mean, ghost. The, 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 the lady woman ghost. The uh, woman in the bathtub is very witch esque. That Those sounds like that girls. would be like a great short story or like the woman in the bathtub. Like, what's her story? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, let's see it from mm -hmm. her point of view. Yeah, well, like, what? what is that character? What Did she right? die? Is she just like a crazy person? Was she um, old when she died? Was she young when she died? Yeah, great mm. question. Um, both of those actresses, both the young and the old uh, version, uh, that was their only movie for each of them. The only movie. Well, Either when you've nailed it like that, how do you, how are you gonna talk like, to I thought yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say they were the same actress and they did like a boyhood type thing where they waited <laughs> 40 <laughs> years. Stanley Kubrick um, is a perfectionist. <laughs> right. Uh, wait, he, he died, right? He's dead. Stanley Kubrick? Yeah, yeah, he died before Eyes Wide Shut came out. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so which I guess for witches, I'm gonna give it give it a four because there's nothing. It's not like blasting you in the face, but it's it's present. Sure, there's a lot of supernatural. I mean, if this had Rose the Hat in it, you would have to go. Then you'd higher. have to go much higher. <laughs> uh, I think there's such there's such weird spirituality. I'm gonna go six. Spirituality, which is like you know, it's like this haunted place. There's you know, there's stuff going on. I'm gonna go seven. This is what I see as like a conversation happening. 
Um, give an average of 5.67. All right, mm -hmm. next category. This one might be tough. Gay actors playing gay roles. Unclear. Well, we don't know yeah. about the guy with the mask. And I Mark. look, I, I <laughs> check my Google history. I look, who played the guy in the bear suit in The Shining? <laughs> no results. The only thing they had was like that character is referenced in the book of like he's like a fully fleshed out character who was like in yeah. love with the owner of the hotel at like back in the 20s who like rebuffed his advances but would like fuck him and so this guy is like oh. unrequited gay love oh i was gonna say in the book he's gay yes oh interesting i'm sorry i shouldn't have pushed back so aggressively early in the podcast well, yeah. <laughs> i was glad i was able to bring it up i wish you would i bad. wish you would said that earlier <laughs> i forgot um so guess i guess we're gonna go low we gotta go zero yeah, i think yeah yeah i guess i'll go zero as well you gotta go zero i think yeah i'm also sorry to say zero. i know it Bad. hurts my heart hurts well the last movie we've the last seven or six movies we've done the only thing to score any points was edward scissorhands <laughs> <laughs> and that got a 0.83 so even then it didn't do very well yeah all right, our next category, one near and dear to your heart, maybe themes of mothers. Oh, God. There's a lot. So, I think she's so a really near good and dear mom. to my heart. If she's she could a great get mom. Danny she's got out a, of that situation. She's got a great, she's a great mom. She obviously cares about him getting out of there. Um, and they've got a good relationship. Made me a little emotional at one point. Thank you. Um, People say Kubrick is all cold, but he's got heart. He's got some heart. <laughs> Uh, I actually, I mean, I think that's the central and uh, probably eh, maybe not the most important relationship, but it's like arguably of one of the most the only yeah. healthy one. <laughs> so I'm going to say nine. Nine. Um, I'm going to give it a six because it's not so much about their relationship necessarily, but they do have a good relationship. Like if this was themes of fathers, it would probably be a 10. Mm -hmm. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I'm I also gonna... feel like Jack Nicholson's being a father is sort of incidental. Like it's just he's just going crazy. And but he is a crap. father, though. He's a, like Correct. there are fathers like this who uh, do yeah. treat their fatherhood as incidental. Yeah, he is a shitty dad. Right? <laughs> he's a right, shitty right. dad. But the movie isn't about him being punished for being a shitty dad or anything like that. Right. So I don't like. It's not like a driving theme of the movie. I would say like an alcoholic, alcohol ruining, warping, turning you into a monster is probably the theme, and how that terrorizes the family. But does he actually drink alcohol? I mean, I know he does. Yeah, in the bar he does. He gets off the wagon and he was like drunk when he heard So you think those are real? I think for all intents and purposes, yeah. Okay. And it works as a symbol anyways. Sure. Sure. Speaking of symbols, dramatic smoking. Wait, wait, wait. Did you? I gave it a seven. Oh, God. Sorry. Got it. Dramatic smoking. Well, Shelly has a great scene with Ann yeah. Jackson. Oh, that's true. Luminary yeah. of the stage. Luminary. I also love, I love that she's smoking when her kid's eating a sandwich. How funny is it like, right? again, like what, 50, 40 years later, when you watch these movies and you're like, people smoked while their kid ate sandwiches? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, their kid right. with white bread, by the way. But yeah. uh, In front of a doctor even? In front of a doctor, um, so that I mean, it's going to score pretty high. I mean, although they, she, she doesn't have one of those like Corella Deville style <laughs> cigarettes, so I'm going to go six. Six. I'm going to give it three because there's really just that one scene, yeah. and then I mean, there's like two scenes really where she's smoking. Um, I'm going to give it a six. I think like what because we don't get dramatic smoking a lot, but I think this one really. 
Mm-hmm. Packs mm-hmm. a punch because you do see like her anxiety and her like you know her repression through that smoking. I feel like it sure. tells it tells the, a story. It does a the lot. Twins, the twins, they stole a bot a, a box of matches and they tried to light a fire in the hotel. That's smoking esque. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when she finds that he hasn't been writing, that could be a smoking gun in a way. <laughs> sure, right, right. right. Uh, but I'm giving it a six. Right. Very liberal. All right, the last one in the bonus category: quips. How quippy is The Shining. Hmm. Do you just laugh and laugh when you watch The Shining? Uh, well, here's Johnny's classic. Here's Johnny. I also think like, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna kill you. I'm gonna John, that's so scary. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna give it a, other than that though, it's not very quippy, yeah. not very pithy. So I'm gonna go three. Three. Yeah, I'll go two. Um, I'm gonna go 1.5. Mm. All right. Oh, I didn't. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't know we could do. <laughs> do we need to decimals. go back through? You know, decimal I think, I think we need to start over again. <laughs> All right, that's it for the bonus categories. Now we're into the iconic categories. <laughs> These are kind of more umbrella, broader ones that are all, all these other categories can kind of fit within. So the first one. And these homo, are back to zero to 100. Zero okay. to 100. How homoerotic is The Shining on a scale of zero to 100? Well, I guess if we're talking the, uh, the bear mask. Where you guys uh, think a bear guy to so, bear just resting but his I'm, head. It's actually going to be, it's going to be penalized because it's such a, uh, uh, a non-sexual homoerotic scene. Sexy, no. Sure. So... I'm going to say, oh, God, 10? 10. Five. I'm sorry, five. It's five. Go five. <laughs> it's also presented as like another part of a chain like of a like, freakish, isn't this weird? weird? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine I'm, two men sucking each other's dick right. in a hotel room? Uh, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it, 20, because I also think that scene in the men's room with Jack Nicholson and the attendant has like a little bit of like, something could weird could be happening here. So there's yeah. some sort of weird, sort of like dark, weird foreplay potentially going but, on there. Yeah. The bartenders jerk someone off, but we haven't exactly. seen it. Not on yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give a uh, 10 for homoeroticism. It's not really. Give her an average of 11.67. All right, next one. Camp factor. How campy is The Shining? Well, costume balls. Costume balls, <laughs> Which absolutely. seemed balls in general. Shit from the twenties, I feel like is like very camp. Uh, sure. Bear masks, sure. um, a maze, uh, bush mazes. <laughs> uh, I'm actually gonna go pretty high. I'm gonna go seventy. Seventy. It's pretty campy. You're saying? Yeah. yeah we also have uh, again the fruit cocktail. That huge, huge <laughs> tub of fruit cocktail that she mm-hmm. serves. Um, I think those those both those paintings, Catman Crothers has there's something very campy about both of those. Like there's a way in it was like, oh, I I could see myself having those and ironically hanging them up somewhere in my house. That is um, so rude, John. <laughs> <laughs> like in the bathroom, don't you think it'd be fun? Sure. Um But it's not like a super, super campy movie. So I'm gonna go sixty. Sixty. Oops, not six. All right, I got a list of some of the campy things I've noticed. It's on the shorter side. Go figure. Mm-hmm. An adult reading Catcher in the Rye, unsettling re- dissolves, <laughs> presenting solitude and isolation as an unusual situation. Jack's deadpan reaction to the story of the previous caretaker killing his entire family. Letting the ash of your cigarette gets too long. Uh. Uh, calling a space the Colorado Lounge, the Gold Ballroom. 
the mm. fact that you could make a case for the real villain of the movie being about putting off your writing, referring mm. to your wife as a sperm bank, going to a bar full of ghosts and being more surprised that your drinks are on the house, a mm. waiter strongly hinting that you should kill your family, discovering that your writer husband is a total hack, a, a waiter nagging you about the fact that you haven't gotten around to killing your family yet, uh, the first use of movie use of Chekhov's hedge maze, abandoning your abusive husband to freeze to death in that hedge maze. So I do not- Wait, believe... you said the list wasn't very long? Is that <laughs> what you said? Is that how you started that off? Uh -huh. uh, I'm gonna give it a 40 for camp. I do not think it's very campy. Oh, wow, all right. Give an average of 56.67, so yeah. it's about 12 points campier than The Silence of the Lambs. All right. Mm -hmm. that, that has sense. cute answers in it. Mm -hmm. um, all right, last of the iconic categories, over-the-top wardrobe. Well, again, we talked about the brown skirt, which I find a little ridiculous. <laughs> um, other than that, I feel like it's relatively like fair, uh, like yeah, straightforward. Right. So Danny's gonna... Apollo 11 sweatshirt is always, always struck me as strange. Like, knitting a rocket ship is cool, but it seems crazy to me. <laughs> Because you always think of like a deer, a hunting scene or something. Sure, that you're gonna, right, you're gonna wear. right. Uh, I'm going to go 15. 15. Yeah, I think it's mostly just like those party scenes from the 20s, which even then it's like right for them. Yeah. But yeah, I'll go 15 as well. 15. You know what? I think 15 sounds right. I'm going to also give it 15. Tough break, The Shining. <laughs> All right. Finally, it's The Crown Jewels. This is our last two categories. So these we all agree on. So it's yes or no. There's no different scores. It's We all say yes or no to these two categories. All right. Our first one. A 15% bonus if The Shining has a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Um, I mean, I don't do think you, it does. I don't think well, it does. I, do we have to factor in like time period? Like, I guess for the 80s, it was all right, but <laughs> I was largely already They didn't no. actually beat up someone who was gay. So that, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, gay people were murdered uh, in right. the movie or in the making of it. So let's go. No one go. got AIDS. So yeah, yeah right. definitely. <laughs> Although this is, to be fair, this is pre-AIDS. This is pre-AIDS. That's true, true. Um, I'm going to yeah, no. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't think we think could so. do it. All right, and finally, negative 50% if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not be penalized 50% of its score. Nice. All right, so how do you think you did? So now we're done, how do you think That's we did? That's it. I, I, I feel like there were, I feel like it had a couple high notes, but mm -hmm. I think my ultimate, my earlier prediction, I should say, <laughs> is that it was gonna be relatively low. I'm guessing, I'm gonna guess, Mid 40s. Mid 40s. Okay. All right. I will tell you exactly. So, out of a total possible 2,206.96%, The Shining has scored 1,100.29, giving it a percentage of 49.86, making okay. it the 38th gayest movie <laughs> ever. Not as gay as Chicago, but gayer than Scrooge. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> and that had Carol Kane in it. Wow. Scrooge. <laughs> this had Scatman Crothers, so it works uh -huh. out. That's right. That's right. That's a killer wow. name, too, by the way. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <clears throat> right about where you uh, predicted. What, what, yeah. What, uh, what are your thoughts? Are you surprised? Are you relieved? Um, Relief, but mostly, yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not a very gay movie, for sure, obviously. But I do think it's a great movie. So I feel like 
it's it's not uh i feel that seems right to me yeah for our purposes it's correct mm-hmm. it's not a judgment on the quality of the film itself correct do i get more credit for coming very close to guessing what percentage uh, <laughs> sure sure okay you have credits. <laughs> is that where we are in this episode mark you're at the sure stage you have credit sure brent you, you get credit credit given <laughs> Well, Brent, thank you so much. A true yes, delight. Oh, so great. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This is so fun. I really appreciate it. Is there anything? It. I hope you... I didn't get too drunk no. while recording. This I couldn't even tell. Are you crazy? Sipping my social club seltzers, <laughs> but I. <laughs> oh, ha- branded content. Um, <laughs> is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Oh, you know what? Uh, you can feel free to find me on Instagram, which I rarely use, and you can listen to my <laughs> podcast, You're Making It Worse, and you can download that. Definitely anywhere. check that out. It's yeah. a fun time for sure. All right. Well, that's it for right now. But <laughs> I don't know why I said it like this. <laughs> we'll we'll be, be right, right back. We're back. How are you doing, little Tony? Doing thing little with your Tony finger red drum. rum right now. You can't see that. Fun. You can hear it, but there I am. Did watching The Shining make you want to watch Doctor Sleep? Uh, I not really, but what do you like, Doctor Sleep? Or you like? I thought it was a good time. Yeah, uh, but it was generally not well received. I don't know if that's true. I think I would say mixed reviews. Maybe I don't think okay. it's a blanking, sweeping statement that it was not well received. I, I tend to, I tend to think people were like it was a disappointment. Like it was not. I mean, that I was saw my, it at that's home my on. Right, my, I had it on, watched on home on HBO and I had a good time. Well, is it the, is it as good as The Shining? No, but you know, for a movie trying to make a sequel to The Shining, a seemingly impossible task, I think it justifies its existence. Do you, so you feel like it was, you're glad they did it? Yes. I'm the, okay. I was glad I watched it. I had a good time. All right. Cool. I mean, who doesn't like Ewan McGregor? Uh, you don't like Ewan McGregor? I love Ewan McGregor, but I still haven't seen that movie. It, I just don't know. It just seemed like not, it was sort of like a, a low priority. Well, there's the guy who did it as Mike Flanagan. He also did, I don't know if you watched The Haunting of Hill House, the Netflix series. I did series. see that. Yes, that was enjoyable. And that was amazing. So he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, don't, um, you know. <laughs> don't patronize you? Yeah. Speaking of patronizing, we've started a Patreon. That's true. Uh, and uh, we've got a message on our Patreon that we're going to read on this podcast, an email from someone. Okay. Okay, here we go. This comes from James. And James says, really love your podcast, myself and my best woman, as in the best person at my wedding, Rosie, and I listen every week. She unfortunately was involved in a major accident in Brazil last November. Oh, no. But through sheer determination and will, she's now recovering amazingly. Wow. During her long journey, we used... We used to listen to episodes of your show that she missed while in a coma, and it was a great way for us to normalize a traumatic situation. She's still in the hospital, thankfully in Ireland, where we live, and we can't wait for her to get out on in October. I know it would make her day if you guys gave Rosie a shout out on the main pod. Once again, thank you for being one of our highlights during the week and making us smile when things aren't looking their best. All the best, Steve-O. Rosie, you Rosie, there, Jesus Christ! Rosie, you're doing great. We're so happy to hear that you've got some determination and will. Um, thank you, know, you for listening. I mean, having an accident in Brazil sounds rough. Then you're in Ireland. I mean, if you're going to recover someplace, you might as well recover in Ireland. Hope, yeah, better than in America these days. Maybe um, go to that. Well, I was going to say go to the Guinness tour, but you can't do that now. <laughs> the Cliffs of Moher are gorgeous, iconic. 
Iconic, sure. An Aaron sweater. I've been to Ireland twice. It's gorgeous. Oh, Rosie, I hope you're on the men soon. Yeah, what Rosie, a terrible we're, time we're, to be in any recovery. Although maybe it's the best time because no one else is doing anything. You have to slow down. That's true. Like friends of mine who've just had babies, they're like, eh, the quarantine is like just having a baby. Like you're not going out. You can't do much. No. You're sort of... Anyway, but uh, well, we're so Rosie, sorry to hear you got thank... an accident, Rosie, but yes. we're so glad you're doing better. Thank um, you for listening. Anything we could do to help, let us let know. Us know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what we could possibly do. Tell you to watch more gay movies, I guess. <laughs> maybe. Um Watch Dr. Yeah. Sleep, Rosie. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> You're going to tell someone who just got out of a coma to watch Dr. Sleep. Rude. <laughs> well, maybe like it's cathartic. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Confront your demons, Rosie. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> That's You're getting advice. tough love here at Jewel Queens. Time to face your demons. <laughs> Instead of an accident, maybe it's an accident. Okay. I think this is taking a turn. <laughs> My mom had a, she had like surgery a few years ago. I, she got some friend of hers, gave her something called a damn it doll, which is just okay. like a little skinny, like fabric doll with a tough uh-huh. hair. And you're just supposed to like whack it, whatever. You just want to say like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> and now it's on the couch. Oh, that's great. That's a perfect place for a damn it doll. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, well, there, thank Rosie. you, Steve. Yeah, Rosie, Steve-O, uh, uh, yeah, hang in there. We're, we're rooting for you. And thanks for listening. Totally. Uh, yeah, so if anyone else has, if you have any other questions for us or any stories or anything you want to share with us, you can email us at 20queens. That's T-W-O oldqueens at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2oldqueens, T-W-O oldqueens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the list of the current rankings. You could buy our merch at got tpublic.com. Merch, go to tpublic, look for 2oldqueens. We got lots of fun stuff there. And also, as I said, we got a Patreon. So we're going to be doing, we're doing, uh, right now we're looking for the gayest Nightmare on Elm Street movie. So we're in the midst of going through that. And it's a real journey. So that's called 2oldqueens, the retirement plan. Yes. But and next week, we're continuing Five Cold Screens mm, that's with- true. Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, which I believe is on Amazon Prime, so it shouldn't be a problem. Okay. I watched the first one for the first time uh, this week. Right. I've never seen it before. It's nuts. Can't wait yeah. to talk about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. Hang in there, Rosie. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.